0: i I'm
1: There it is, there it is. There's the microphone, come on. Put your hands together, stand to your feet. Simple song says, blessed be the name of the Lord.
2: said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go into the house of the Lord. So if you're glad to be here today, give God some praise. If you're glad because he's a mighty God, praise God. If you're glad because he's a benevolent God, praise God. If you're glad because he's a merciful God, praise God. If you're just thankful because God is God, give God some praise today. The deacons will be in charge of the devotional service today. We're going to start with a prayer by Brother Hartfield, a scripture by Brother Hartfield, I'm sorry, a prayer by Deacon Irving, a song by Deacon Graham, responsive reading by Lawrence Ashford, and finally, a congregational hymn by Brother Thornton. Good morning. Our scripture reading for today, coming from Colossians, first chapter, verses one through nine, and it reads thus: Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colosse, grace to you and peace from our God, our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God. And Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the word of truth of the gospel, which has come to you as it is also in all the world and is bringing forth fruit as it is also among you since the day you heard the news The grace of God in truth, as you also learned from Ephesus, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in spirit. For this season, this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not close to pray for you, and to ask that you will be filled with knowledge. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding, God's word for God's people.
1: Good morning, K Chapel. I need a little church participation. Do we all say, "I,", I. Us. "us," "we." We've been had 28 days of prayer and fasting. We only have four days left. you, (laughs) You can find the number on your program. You have two phone. You have a phone number, and then you have a number that gets you into the system. I set my clock for 5:35 every morning, and when my my alarm go off, I don't wait. I get up that minute. You know how you say I'm gonna stay around and sleep another minute, and you go back to sleep. Well, I get up at 5:35. We have had some wonderful prayers for the last 24 days. If you have not been a part of it, I would like to suggest that in the morning, whatever time you need to set your clock, my mind is set for 5.35, and I will be getting up. And again, the prayers have been wonderful. It made me think about some things that I need to do. I know I can pray for myself, but it's good having other people to pray for me. This morning, I've heard the Father, Father God, we know that you are in charge of everything. Father God, you are in charge of the weather. Yesterday, we had rain, today we have sunshine. Both was good, because everything you do is good. Father God, we just wanna give thanks for allowing us to be in your house of prayer this morning. We ask, Father God, that you continue to bless us in the future as you have in the past. We know that without you, Father God, we could do nothing, and without you, we can do everything. Father God, we give thanks for our church this morning. We give thanks to our leader of this church. We give thanks to our membership. And, Father God, we just... Pray and ask that you continue to lead us in the way that you would have us to go. For it's in your name that we do pray. Amen.
3: I know I am a child of God. Let's
1: sponsor reading this morning. Now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God. Let us say that one more time. Now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God.
4: we lose our money, we lose sight of who God is, and we lose our loved one, but the blood of Jesus will never lose its power. Would you lean your voice the same way this morning? Never know you have feel a little bit better now. Thank you for all you participate in our devotion. Make it what it is. You are part of the devotion. Thank you. God be the glory. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen. Thank God, deacons for leading us in our devotional service. Since we are at a place where we can pause, we're going to ask the ushers if you would just go ahead and let those who are on the way in do so and get seated. Men. well I think the deacon did so well I think we can move on in the program y'all think that this time now we're gonna ask that we prepare for the benevolent offering the ushers gonna come and do what we need to do but we're gonna ask that we at this point go ahead and do our benevolent offering Choir, ushers.
1: That's represented. And God, we want to give you all the praises for the work that it will accomplish in giving this morning to our community and to those in need. Now it is in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, Amen. and amen.
5: And amen. This time we're just going to share a few announcements with you. Sister Katrina Jefferson, the daughter of Sister Nazelle Jefferson, passed away, and the services are incomplete at this time. Sister Nazelle's Warner sister, Pauline Cooper, also passed away after a long illness, and we ask that you pray for those families. Please pray for the Richardson family. Jesse Richardson, Jr., passed away. Please uh, lift his name as well up in your prayers. We ask that you please keep Gwen Monkier and the Clark family in our prayers. Uh, Gwen's sister-in-law Evelyn Clark passed away as well. Pray for our Jesse Richardson Jr. Pray for that family as well. Continue to pray for the Blackman family. I know that you know they lost a loved one a little time ago but need the prayers of the church. Also we have an, a note here Reverend and Mrs. Leroy Harrington. asked the church family for their prayers for his sister uh, Loretta Harrington and family. Lizelle Jefferson's daughter, Catherine uh, Jefferson, will be funeralized on Saturday, March 3rd, 11 o'clock a.m. at the uh, Word and Worship Church. We ask you to please pray again for that family. Also, our church family, uh, we deeply appreciate your loving kindness and support during the loss of our brother Willie, who endured love and support, means so much to us, and this comes from Deacon Owens and family. Also, to the K-Chapel family, we would like to thank you for your love and kindness you extended to us in the uh, loss of our loved one, Jesse Richardson, Jr., and this comes from the Richardson, the Richardson family and the Cook family. I believe these are our announcements in hand now. We're going to ask that you please um, uh, allow them, uh, the group upstairs to come and to continue in what we need to all know. Yeah, you ready?
6: Good morning, K Chapel Parents, it's time to sign up your youth, ages 5 through 12, for the 2019 Spring Break trip. This year, we're planning to travel to Little Rock, Arkansas, for an educationally fun-filled day. The excursion will take place on Saturday, March the 9th. There are limited seats for youth and teenage chaperones. Registration is required by February the 25th. Please be sure to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall immediately before or after the 10 a.m. Black History Program each Sunday in February. And for more information, contact Mr. Sharon Turner-Davis at 601-291-9324. Registration is now available for the Nate Reven 5K Walk and Run. This event will take place on April the 20th and will also feature a free community wellness fair. The race entry fee is only $25, and this year the race will begin and end at Smith Park in downtown Jackson. Please see any member of the scholarship board to complete your registration form and to gain more information about this event. K-Chapel family, be sure to mark the date for Saturday, March the 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the annual Spring Festival. This event is free and open to the public. The annual K-Chapel Women's Day weekend will take place here at Kate on March the 15th through the 17th. The Mission Ministry will begin this exciting weekend with a community service project on Friday, March the 15th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the Mississippi Food Network. This will serve as an opportunity to volunteer to pack food boxes for the Commodities Supplemental Food Program for the Elderly. If you're interested in volunteering, please sign up in the Old Fellowship hall between the 8 and the 11 o'clock worship services beginning on today. Stay tuned for more information about our annual Women's Day weekend activities. And for more information in the meantime, please contact Sister Frances Moody at 601-331-9995. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements.yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week.
5: you got that this time we're going to pause just for a moment and recognize our visitors listen if you are not yet a member of this congregation right now we're going to ask you if you would please stand let us thank you for coming and invite you back all visitors please stand up amen god bless you let's look around isn't that wonderful amen remain standing we want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buck, our pastor and minister, Reverend Hans Buck, the entire K-Chapman family just so happy that you chose to worship with us today. We know that you could have gone any place. You made our hearts glad by your presence. If you're just visiting, please come anytime. It's your schedule is allowed. But if by chance you're looking for a church home, before you leave it today, we're going to give you something you're going to get here at K-Chapman Missionary Baptist Church.
7: amen let's say amen again amen we thank God for this day for this is the day that the Lord has made and we are rejoicing amen okay I don't believe you we are rejoicing amen and we're glad about it amen amen glad to have some sunshine on this morning after so much rain over the course of the last week and uh, certainly we want you to keep in prayer our brothers and our sisters In the columbus mississippi area you know a tornado and strong winds uh went through that area and some of uh our our people were affected by it glad to know that one of our own sister dorothy lewis uh is well she uh uh, sent a message on on facebook that all is well so we're glad to know that she's safe Uh, but do keep that community in your prayers amen 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 also want to remind you that uh, one of one of our longtime uh, community health and civil rights advocates uh, passed this week, Dr. James uh, Anderson, and uh, we want you to keep the Anderson family in your prayers. Uh, there is a family hour uh, scheduled for today uh, between the hours of five and seven p.m. at People's Funeral Home. And then on tomorrow, the funeral services will be at the Pearl AME uh, Church on Pearl Street. Uh, I'm sorry, on Ellis, that's Ellis Avenue, right? Yeah, yeah, Ellis Avenue. Uh, at noon, noon tomorrow, and so we ask that you keep the uh, Anderson family in your prayers. Amen. Keep the whole Miss Campus in your prayers. Amen. Can't get no help up here. Keep, keep the whole Miss Campus in your prayers. Amen. And those students, those students who are bravely uh, and courageously facing uh, uh, some, some, some. Uh, let me just say, some, uh, some, some people who intend for old ways to persist. And um, um, uh, we celebrate Black History Month this, this month. We celebrate um, uh, what so many of our forefathers went through and did. Uh, we, we remember uh, the opening of that campus uh, by, by one black man who's still with us today. Uh, And and so there's no there's no reason for us to have to go back to those times, though many want us to. Uh, But yeah, I I believe I'm with you. We're not going back. We're not going back. But in order to not go back, we got to keep telling our stories. We got to make sure our our young people know our history and, and are committed to a better future. So glad to have these young people with us today from the. Uh, campus of Tougaloo College. God bless you young ladies. I understand they're with the AKA sorority. So good to have you all with us on this morning as well. God bless you. God keep you as our prayer, prayer.
5: Now that We pause for our tithe and offertory period and I know that you want to give because
7: you've been blessed.
5: Amen. Yeah. And you know what? they always tell me the more you give the more the good Lord will give to you. So we ask you prepared to give now as you have been so blessed And uh, this choir would come after they get, after we get the uh, the notes and information from the pulpit. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God, and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. May God add a blessing to the reading of his righteous and holy word. Amen. Usher's choir.
8: That I've got it
7: got the victory in this house. I wish somebody would act like you got victory in this house. Hallelujah. I got victory. The devil can't have it. Hallelujah. I've got victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. Is that what y'all said? Huh? Y'all gonna make me act This offering. We ask, oh God, that your hands of mercy and multiplication would be upon these gifts. Oh God, that you would do wonderful and awesome and mighty things with the gift and the givers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.
5: They said they had it. Let's see if we can get them to do one more before the assembly for the morning. Choir, will you please come with the final selection for the morning.
9: faithful because I've been so good.
7: Why don't you put those sanctified hands together and bless the name of the Lord. If you love him this morning, if you love him and you're not ashamed, why don't you tell the Lord, Lord, I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh, I love you, I love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my, I love you with all my, be everything I am, everything I've got, everything that I have. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. the name of the Lord. God bless you, young people. God bless you, young people. Thank you for reminding us of our first love, who is our Lord, our Savior, Jesus, the Christ. And we do love him this morning. I want to invite your attention to the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to be reading from the contemporary English version or the CEV it's a version. I'm becoming quite fond of uh, you have your pick and you're welcome to use yours, but I just, I'm just starting to like this contemporary English version. I've used it before, but I'm really enjoying these translations beginning with verse number one, you will find these words recorded. You have been raised to life with Christ. Now set your heart on what is in heaven, where Christ rules at God's right hand, right side. Think about what is up there, not about what is on the earth. You died, which means that your life is hidden with Christ who sits beside God. Christ gives meaning to your life. And when he appears, you will also appear with him in glory. Don't be controlled by your body. Kill every desire for the wrong kind of sex. Don't be immoral or indecent or have evil thoughts. Don't be greedy, which is the same as worshiping idols. God is angry with people who disobey him by doing these things. That is exactly what you did when you lived among people who behaved in this way. But now you must stop doing such things. You must quit being angry, hateful, and evil. You, you must no longer say insulting or cruel things about others and stop lying to each other. You've given up your old way of life with its habits. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I want to talk this morning about breaking bad habits. Breaking bad habits. Breaking bad habits. Breaking bad habits. I, I want to I I pick up this morning a thought that I introduced to you a few weeks ago when I talked about the power of routine. And ask you to consider with me what are some of the routines? What are some of your ways of life? What are some habits that need to be broken? What are some of your habits? Some of your patterns? Some of your behaviors that need to once and for all be broken? Because quite frankly, routines can work for you or they can work against you. Routines in and of themselves are not bad things. It just depends on what the routine is. If you have a routine of prayer, a routine of Bible reading, a routine of exercise, a, a routine of household chores, those are things that can bring joy and growth and healthiness and productivity to your life. Those are, that's a good routine. But if you have the routine of sin, routine of drinking too much, routine of gambling and you routinely lie and you routinely cuss folk out and you routinely lose your temper. Don't look at me like that. We got some curses in here. Routines can be powerful aids or they can be powerful hindrances depending on their nature. Over the last few weeks, many of you have joined us on the spiritual growth, the spiritual journey of 28 days of prayer and fasting. Many of you have conscientiously made prayer a priority in your life. And some of you have been fasting or abstaining from certain behaviors and certain foods or certain activities, and, and you have increased the time that you spend in the spiritual disciplines of prayer and devotional readings and reading the Word of God. And, and so I pray that that over the last course of the last three to four weeks, that four weeks now, uh, that you've had spiritual breakthroughs and revelations about who God is and who you are and who God is calling you to be. And on Thursday, our 28 days of prayer and fasting will end. So my question to you is, what you going to do Friday? I mean, I mean, I mean, if, if you've not been drinking all February... And March 1st is Friday. How you planning on spending Friday? Help, 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 Lord, help, Lord. I, I mean, if, 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 you've, if you've made a conscientious effort not to lose your temper and, and, and use foul language, and, and you've not done that for the last 24 days now, and, and you're going to continue to day 28, which is Thursday, then, then, then who's going to get it Friday? Cause some of y'all been waiting. Help me, Holy Ghost. You, you've been abstaining, but you've been you been logging it in when when Friday comes. Amen, somebody. If 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 you've been if you've been holding off on fornication and, and pornography, th- then my question is what happens this Friday? What do you plan to do? How do you plan to live come Friday? Because somebody once said, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. The question really is, are there things in your life from which you have abstained this month that you recognize have too much power and too much priority, take up too much space, consume too much of your time, resources, and energy, and keep you from being your best self. And if you can say that you recognize those things and you know what they are, these repeated behaviors, these bad habits, my question is, how are you going to deal with them come Friday? Are there repeated activities in your life? that keep you from being the spiritually mature disciple you could be, keep you from growing in the strength and in the grace and the knowledge of God and and as a witness for Christ to the glory of God because that's all habits are, repeated behaviors that are subconsciously committed that eventually become a part of the fabric of your life. My question to you is, Are there some routines, are there some repeated behavior, some bad habits in your life that you can admit need to be broken? Can can, can you admit that there's some bad habits that need? Now, for those of you whose hands are not up, you got the habit of lying. It's a bad habit. You need to break it right now. You need to break it right now. This could be your breakthrough service right now. All of us have some repeated behavior that we would be better if we did not do that thing. I mean, I'm not talking about necessarily sins, uh, but surely weights. That's what the writer of Hebrews says. Let us lay aside the sins and the weights that so easily beset us. Every every bad habit may not be a sin, but but it surely is a burden that that keeps you from being your best self. Sure, we got some bad habits. I was I was I was getting dressed this morning, and 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 I was doing pretty good. I finished shaving and. And put my towel where I normally put my towel. And Bill, that's a bad habit. Because my wife came along and said, are you finished with your towel? Now, when she asks a question, she don't need, she's not really asking for my information. She, she kind of asked like the Lord, what are you doing here? You know. There's a towel there and I left it on on, on my side of the sink. I thought, my side. I thought at least if it's on my side, I was all right. But since we share space, it's a bad habit. Am I doing all right, baby? All right. There's some bad habits that, that I could just do better at that would make our shared spaces, amen, a little more pleasant. Amen. I'm trying to help somebody, trying to help somebody. Others got bad habits, things that, things that we do that we could do differently, that we could do better, that would make life more pleasing and more pleasant. Do I have a witness here? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and the Bible says this, that, that those whom the Son make free are free indeed. That means this, that means this, that, that, that watch this, that my salvation is not just about going to heaven. But my salvation is also about how I'm living here on earth. If I'm free indeed, that that means that, watch this, that that there's nothing that has power over me down here on earth. When these kids said I have V-I-C-T-O-R-I, victory, that means that there's nothing that has the ability to control me over which God has not already given me authority, power, and victory. For those whom the Son make free are free indeed. So salvation is not just about heaven, but salvation is about freedom. It's about liberation. It's about overcoming my hang-ups and conquering my shortcomings. It's about having victory over my issues and power over my temptations and control over my impulses and authority over my addictions and freedom from my habits what Paul is pressing in this text to the Christians at the Church of Colossus, to once and for all give up their old habits, to put away the ways of their former lives as non-believers, to break their old habits, to stop their repeated behaviors that distract from their growth and destroy the witness of the church. The argument that Paul makes is that as believers, we are not to bring our bad habits into our new life. Let me say it better. Let me say it, let me say it this way. Let me say it now. Let me, let me take it back. To, that, that, yeah, that upon salvation, that we are so serious about our new lives in Christ that we are willing to place our old habits upon the altar of sacrifice. And day by day and bit by bit, we get better. Day by day and bit by bit, we get more like Christ. Do I have a witness in here? That's that's what Paul is saying, that, that, that we ought to put it away and reflect more of who Jesus is. So a few things I want to share with you this morning if we're going to break bad habits. If you're going to break bad habits, whatever they are, sins, weights, whatever they are, if you're going to break a bad habit, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to get sick of it. Okay, I'm not going to preach all I'm just going to teach. So, you, I mean, you got to say amen a little louder than you normally do. Uh, you, you've got to get sick of it. If you're going to break a bad habit, you've got to get sick. Now, listen, I did not say you need to get sick from it. I said you need to get sick. Of it, of it. A lot of times we get sick from our bad habits, and because we've gotten sick from the bad habit, we change. The behavior. What are you talking about, preacher? I mean, you you might get sick from drinking too much, and the doctor does some tests and sees that your liver is shutting down, and because your liver is sick, you stop drinking. Why? Because you got sick from the bad habit. You're a smoker, you've been smoking for years, and the doctor says, Hey, your lungs are beginning to look real weak, you need to stop smoking, and you stop smoking because you've gotten sick from the bad habit. Do I have a witness in here? Doctor say, Listen, uh, your arteries are getting clogged up because you're eating too many fried food, too much fried foods and, and we're going to have to put a stint in your heart and you stop going to Popeye's because you, 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 you've been going too much and eating too much chicken and you've gotten sick from the bad habit. And I'm saying to you, instead of getting sick from it, you need to get sick of it. Yeah, get sick of it, get sick of. It. In other words, the bad habit needs to become something that you detest, something that you don't like, something that displeases you, something that you are tired of doing before it destroys you. Before it destroys you, you actually get sick of it to the fact that you change your life. Who am I preaching to in this house? Je- Jesus, Jesus, Jesus went to Jerusalem one day and he stopped by the sheep gate, the sheep gate. And there by the sheep gate, there was a pool. And by the pool, there were a lot of sick people. Y'all read the story. You, you remember there were sick people by the pool. There was one man who had been sick by the pool there for 38 years. And, 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 and the Bible says that all these people were by the pool because there was an angel who would come and trouble the water. And when the water was troubled, the first person who got into the pool would be healed. Do I have any Bible readers in here? This man had been lame for 38 years, sitting by the pool, and and, and he was waiting for his healing, waiting for his change. Jesus comes by, looks at him. The Bible says that he knew that he had been in that condition for a long time. And Jesus says, do you want to be healed? You missed it. You missed it. Jesus looked at him, knew he had been in that state, in that condition, with that issue for a long time and said to him, do you want to be healed? Mm. In essence, in essence, Jesus is saying, are you tired of your condition? Do you want to be healed? Are you tired of waiting here and not being fast enough in order to get into the water? Do you want to be healed? Are you sick of being sick? Do you want to be healed? Are you sick of spending day after day in the same place, making no progress? Do you want to be healed? Are you sick of this routine where an angel comes, troubles the water, somebody gets in front of you, bucks the line, and gets the healing that you thought you were going to get? Are you sick of that? That same old routine playing out day after day after day after day. Do you want to be healed? Let me ask you. Are you tired of the repeated behavior? Do you want to be healed? Are you sick of your sin? Do you want to be healed? Are you sick of the weight that weighs you down? Do you want to be healed? Are you sick of your issue? Are you sick of your situation? Are you fed up with philandering? Are you disgusted with your disposition? Are you tired of giving in to your temptation? Are you ready for a new pattern to be a new person to live a new reality to experience a new way of life? Do you want to be healed? Because when you can readily admit that your sinful flesh makes you miserable. When you're ready to admit that the thing you do is messing you up. That's when when you can say, I'm sick of this thing having power in my life. I'm sick of of this thing having its way with me. I'm sick of this thing controlling me the way it does. I'm sick of this attitude getting me in the predicaments that I get into. I'm sick of my tongue getting me into trouble. I'm sick of my mouth putting me in uncompromising positions. I'm sick of how I come to church and sit here and judge people. I'm sick of holding on to grudges. I'm sick of being mean when I don't have to be mean. I'm sick of cussing folk out and talking about people. I'm sick of procrastinating and not finishing my assignments. I'm talking to you children now. I'm sick of going to church, going to school and getting into trouble. I'm sick. I'm sick of forgetting my homework. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. Yeah. Of always forgetting what I was supposed to do. And then have to act like I'm sick. I'm tired of it. See, and that's the place when you're sick and tired of it and you're willing to admit, I'm sick of this, that's the sanctified place where God meets you. Where you're willing to say this Right here is too much for me, and I can't change. by. That's where God shows up. Paul said it like this. In my weakness, your strength is made perfect. It's when I'm willing to admit that I can't do this by myself. My ways don't work. My methods don't work. My self-will is not enough. I need you. I'm sick sick of cheating sick of getting in one relationship and out of the other sick of changing spouses the way I change suits sick oh yes oh yes you gotta get sick of lying to people who trust you You ought to get sick of hurting people who love you. You ought to get sick because nothing breaks a habit like you finally getting sick of it. When you're sick of it, that's where God will meet you. See, we're so used to getting sick from it and then calling him when we're in the hospital. But God will meet you at your house. You don't have to get sick from it. Just get sick of it. And, and he'll show up at your house. Just get sick of it. He'll show up in your counseling session. Just get sick of it. He'll show up in the therapy room. Just get sick of it. You don't have to get to the extremes of going into surgery. Get sick of it. Let him meet you on the front end. <laughs> All right, number two, number two. I'm not supposed to preach hard, number two just teaching number two if you're gonna break a bad habit number two you got to change your mind about yourself you have to change your mind about yourself Paul, paul writes it's in the text paul says you've been raised to life with christ now set your heart on what is in heaven where christ rules at god's right side think about what is up there not what is on the earth. You died, which means that your life is hidden in Christ who sits beside God. Paul says, first of all, you are not here. It is. Listen, you are not the person you once were. When you give your life to Christ, you are no longer that old individual. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new Because you are new, Paul says, listen, because you are new, now you need to start thinking new thoughts. Because you are new, now you need to have a new perception. Now you need to have a new focus. Now you need to look at something higher than what you were looking at before. He said, place your thoughts and your affections on things above, not on things that are on the earth. In other words, you need to start looking up. You need to start believing that life is going to get better. Stop holding your head down because of the mistakes that you made and the things that you did and the, the failures that you had. No, I'm going to look up believing that there are higher heights that God has in store for me. Yeah. Who am I talking to in this house? Here's the thing. Sometimes we do the things we do because we don't think we can do any differently. Sometimes you get caught in the repeated behaviors and the cycles because you don't believe that you can do anything different than what you're doing. Because, because watch this, somebody told you a lie and you believed it. Can I help somebody? I I, I was talking to somebody someone said, said, Reverend, you know, know, uh, yeah, I, I cuss a lot and and I've, I've been trying, uh, I'm trying to change it. He said, he said, but I found out why I curse a lot. I said, why? He said, because my family cuss. He yeah. said, all of us, all of us are curses. My mama cussed, my dad cussed, my granddaddy cuss. We just grew up cussing. That's all we knew. And so, and so I'm just, I'm just doing what I know. That's just, watch this. That's just how we talk. Right? And here's the lie. You believe, you believed that that's just what you do and that's just who you are. That's the problem. You believe that that's what you do and that's who you are. And watch this. The problem with that is you do it so long, you will begin to defend it. And when folk check you and challenge you on it, you will say, oh, I ain't mean nothing by that. That's just who I am. You get mad, that's just how I talk. Well, that's just how you talk, that don't make it right. Wish y'all would talk to me in here. You've got to think higher thoughts. Paul says, think higher than the lie that you've been told and the lie that you believe. And here is where the real work begins about breaking bad habits. When you th- what you think and believe about yourself. That's where the work begins. What is it that you think and believe about yourself? Because the writer of Proverbs, Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man so thinketh in his heart, so is he. In other words, what you think about yourself, that's what you will become. That's what will manifest. What you believe and who you believe you are, that's who you will grow up and out to be. Do I have a witness in here? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I told the Bible study this. Um, If if you're trying to quit smoking, um, uh, there there are two ways, there are two answers you can give when someone offers you a cigarette. Uh, Two people trying to quit smoking. One is offered a cigarette, and he says, uh, no, thank you, I'm trying to stop. That's a decent response. No, thank you, I'm trying to stop. Another person is offered a cigarette. He's also trying to stop, but his response is, no, thank you, I don't smoke. Did you get it? Did you get it? No, no, no. Thank you. I'm trying to stop. No, thank you. I don't smoke. Now, both of them are on the path to quitting. But one has started out in his mind already who he is becoming. And instead of giving himself a way out, say, I'm trying to, no, I'm settling it in my mind who I am and who I'm becoming. And I'm taking on now the identity of who I shall become. I don't smoke. Yeah. Are you getting it? Am I? Good God Almighty. All right, here we go. Here we go. Number three, number three. If you're going to break your habit, number three, here it is. Number three. If you're going to break your habit, you have to interrupt the habit loop you have to interrupt the habit loop. I'm fixing to give you a free therapy session. You won't have to pay me for it. Free therapy session. Here it is, here it is. If, if, if you go to the therapist, if you go to the therapist and you say to the therapist, I, I, I've got this habit, I've got this addiction, I, I need to find out, I need to, I need to quit this thing. The therapist is gonna tell you this. He or she is gonna say, okay, if you got a habit you need to change, uh, we, we have to interrupt the habit loop. And here's the habit loop. There are three points On the habit loop, at least there is the trigger, that's point A. There is the behavior, that's point B. There is the reward, that's point C. The trigger, the behavior, the reward. And it continues in a loop. The trigger, the behavior, the reward. Here's the problem. Most of us, when we want to change a bad habit or break a bad habit, we deal directly with the behavior. We skip A, we don't really touch C, we deal with B, the behavior, because that's the thing that's bothering us. But the therapist will tell you, no, sit down, go back to A. If you want to handle B, the behavior, You've got to understand, A, the trigger. It, you, you gotta, in other words, you've got to understand the, what's cueing this behavior up. You, you've got to understand what is the thing that's going on that's causing you to do the behavior that's causing you to look forward to the reward. Ah, uh, I'm helping somebody in here. Let's, let, let, and, and 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 okay, okay, okay. Let me let me help you like this. So 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 let's say let's say let's say uh, let's say you got a family size value of Doritos, a family bag, and you crack them open, and you sit down in front of the TV to your favorite hour long program. That means you got an hour to eat the whole bag. <laughs> Help me, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you've done that enough. You've done that enough times. You put on some weight. You decide, i got to lose this weight. I don't, I, don't, I don't like the way I look, and so i got to stop eating Doritos. And, and, and the therapist will say, nope, it ain't the Doritos that's the problem. You're trying to stop eating Doritos and you won't deal with the trigger. What's causing you to go to the pantry and crack them open and sit down for an hour and eat out of the bag? Let's deal with that. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Y'all ain't talking to me. This is free therapy, y'all. This is free therapy. So so, so, so if, if you're going to change the behavior, you've got to deal with what's triggering it in the first place. And if you're going to deal with what's triggering it, now you've got to ask yourself some questions about what was going on before you engaged in the behavior. In other words, I've got to ask myself the question, how was I feeling? What was going on? Did, some, did somebody upset me? Was I stressed? Was, was, was I anxious? Was I lonely? Was I bored? What, what was, no, I wasn't bored. What was going on? Did I have a rough day at work? I'd had a rough day at work. So now, now you're starting to piece things together to see what was going on, to put you in the frame of mind to say, I need some Dorito. Okay, you say, Reverend, that's too much psychoanalyzing. Give me some Bible. I came for a sermon. It's in the Bible, y'all. Romans, Romans chapter 13. I'm going to show it to you. It's in the Bible. Romans chapter 13 says, says, says that you ought not to provide, Romans 13 and 14 says, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. There it is. And make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Make not provision for the, you know, Paul says, listen, don't create scenario. Don't create contexts where your flesh is fulfilling its lusts. Now, if you're not going to create the context, you got to know yourself well enough to know what causes you to fall into that pattern. Who am I talking to? And this is the work that nobody wants to do. We just want to stop eating Doritos. But don't you know, if you just stop eating Doritos, if you hadn't dealt with the trigger, you'll start eating Cheetos. Because you hadn't dealt with the trigger. You hadn't dealt with what's going on up front to cause the behavior. Am I helping anybody? make no provision okay i'm gonna I'm give you one more example one more example from my own life one more example I'll be transparent with you for a minute um uh, i told you i told you told you a few weeks ago uh that that we made goals our families made goals personal goals for 2019 and i looked at my list and and at that time i wasn't doing so well uh progress report i'm doing better y'all i'm doing a whole lot better i'm doing a whole lot better I'm <laughs> doing a whole lot better but 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 there was one thing there's one thing there's one thing y'all that 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 just tempts me if y'all don't know it by now pastor got a sweet tooth i do i do i like sweets i do look at me on diet if you want to some of y'all do too amen i like sweets and 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 that was one of the things i said i i gotta get a better man i gotta manage that differently i gotta do that i gotta do my diet differently i gotta do what i eat differently. And, and, so, and so one of the things I recognize is that when, in my house, when, when I'm walking from the family room to the kitchen, on the kitchen table, there's a white bowl. And that white bowl sits in the middle of the table. It's the snack bowl. Y'all got a snack bowl? Anybody got a snack bowl? Well, you keep snacks, little snacks. And, yeah, it's a little snack. And, 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 and before I started doing better, it was filled with, yeah, Let me let me not think about it too long because it was it was filled with all 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 that stuff, right? And 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 I would walk by and and even Brother Monty, even if I wasn't hungry, if I walked by that bowl and and it 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 would whip it It wouldn't even call my name, it'd you know you want me. You know, you got it bad when your food starts talking to you. When your food starts you, got it bad. You got it bad. You got to check that. You got it bad. So one of the things we did, one of the things we did, one of the things we did, I, I said, dear, let, let, let's, let's, let's take all this out of the snack bowl, and I need, to, I need to fill the snack bowl with fruit. I need fresh fruit. So we, we fill the snack bowl with apples and, and oranges and bananas. And, and, and that was pretty good. That, that's pretty good. I'm doing pretty good with apples, oranges, and bananas. Uh, but but when you coming off of off of highly processed sweets and everything, uh, 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 apple just I, I, yeah. I knew I had some real folk in here. Yeah, when, when, when you you coming off of amen ding dongs and yeah yeah uh, your, your tongue look at you like what? What is this? And, and, and so and so and so to 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 fix that to fix that because I needed something a little bit sweeter. We, I, I said, baby, let's put some raisins in there because there's a higher sugar concentration in the raisins, so it's a little bit sweeter than everything. So we got we got apples, oranges, bananas, and raisins. And now when I walk past the, the fruit bowl, watch this. What are you doing, Reverend? I'm changing my environment because guess what? I'm going to walk by and I'm going to be triggered, but when I get triggered, I'm going to have a choice. I'm going to have the right kind of choices in place. Who am I helping in here? Listen, if you're going to break your habits, you got to change your environment. you got to take control of what you can control. Do I have a witness in here? And make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Why? Because it's going to want what it wants. I'm through. I'm through when I tell you this. Last point. Last point. Here it is. Here it is. Last point. You're going to break bad habits. Lastly, you got to start making new habits. you got to start making new habits. I like I like all what Paul does in the book of Colossians. Uh, this chapter, our passage, where he talks about everything that we ought to stop doing. He says you ought to stop doing uh uh don't 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 be controlled by your body he says don't do the wrong kind of sex i'm gonna preach that sermon another time uh because that verse right there suggests that there is a right kind of sex and there is a wrong kind of sex Amen. we'll deal with that later i'll give you a good enough warning so the children's church will be in place uh it says don't be <laughs> y'all are so funny it says don't be immoral or indecent right it says don't have evil intentions Right. It says don't don't go around lying on people. Quit being angry. Quit being hateful. Quit being evil. Don't say cruel and insulting things. Paul gives us all these things that we should not do, that we have to stop doing as believers. But I like better, I must confess, I like better the way he treats this same subject in the book of Ephesians. Because in Ephesians chapter 4, he not only tells you what you stop should stop doing, but he tells you what you need to start doing. See, Because watch this, it is not enough for you to break a bad habit if you don't replace it with a good habit. Can I help somebody in here? And so in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22, he he starts, he says, you were told that the foolish desires will destroy you and, and that you must give up your old way of life with all of its bad habits. Verse 23, let the spirit change your way of thinking and make you into a new person. You were created to be like God, and so you must please him and be truly holy. We are part of the same body. Here it is. Stop lying. That's the bad habit. Stop lying. That's the bad habit. Good habit. And start telling each other the truth. Break the bad habit. Begin the good habit. Stop this. Start this. Don't get angry, verse 26. Don't get angry that you sin. Don't go to bed angry and don't give the devil a chance. If you are a thief, quit stealing. If I quit stealing, what I'm going to do? Be honest. Go to work. Work hard, it says. So you will have something to give to people in need. Stop all your dirty talk. If I don't talk dirty, what I'm going to do? Say the right thing at the right time and help others by what you say. Stop the bad. And start the good. Jesus, I'm through. Jesus does the same thing. You remember, he's, he's, he's casting out an evil spirit. Uh-huh. And the people started murmuring about that. And he had issues with him casting out an evil spirit. But Jesus said this. He says, A Man uh, was cast, had an evil spirit cast out of him. And the evil spirit went looking for somewhere else, someone else to enter. He said, And having found none, he came back to the man. And he right. came back. But he didn't come by himself. He brought seven other evil spirits with him. Seven of his buddies. And he said, and though th- that one and seven, that's eight of them now. They entered that man. And Jesus said, and the condition of that man was worse than his former condition. Why? Because even though the bad was kicked out, nothing was put in place. Y'all not hearing me. The bad was kicked out, but he said, it's not enough to break the bad or get the bad out of the way. You've got to put the good inside. Otherwise, you're open to being messed up again. Uh, what does that mean? That, that, that means I've got to put down these kind of books, but I can't just put down those kind of books. I've got to pick up the Bible. Who am I talking to? I, I got to put down these ways, but I can't just put those ways down. I have to pick up these ways. Am I helping anybody? My prayer, my prayer, my prayer for you, my prayer for you. Is that you will recognize the power that we have to break habits. And the last thing, last thing the Lord gave me at eleven, at the 8 o'clock, I share with you at eleven. We're going to break a habit. We got to understand the power of breaking bread. We're going to break a bad, bad habit. Understand the power of breaking bread together. For in this moment of breaking bread together, we're actually becoming community. And my Bible says that iron sharpens iron. Do I have a witness in here? That, that, means, that means watch this that as a community that we encourage and we also challenge each other to live up to the high and holy calling of God through Jesus Christ let us break bread together and in so doing let us live the life a life of victory a life of freedom a life of liberation a life of We've broken the strongholds off of us. We've allowed the power of God to transform us into more of his image and more of his likeness. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and this this Christ that I've talked about who gives us power, who gives us victory, this Jesus, this Jesus who walks alongside of us and who holds our hands through the transitions of life and through the turmoils of life this jesus we call him savior and if you perhaps don't know him as your savior this moment is given to us where we can do just that where we can give our lives and give ourselves to him this song simply says we give ourselves away i give myself away I want to give you the opportunity to do just that. If you will, bow your heads and close your eyes with me for just a moment. In the quiet of this moment, I want you to think about your life. I want you to think about where you are right now. Where are you emotionally? Where where are you spiritually? Where are you relationally? Are you pleased with it? Or do you recognize where some changes need to be made? Do you see where you could live a better life? Do you see where you could live in more victory with more power, with more authority over the things that challenge you and keep you from being all that God has called you to be? Do you see those spaces, those places? If you see them, the good news is The good news this morning is that you don't have to you don't have to face those places and spaces by yourself jesus christ is our savior but he's also our friend and if you don't know him as either this is the moment of invitation where we allow you to get to know jesus as both now what does that mean that means that you you got to do some work, and it's it's all on the inside. It's where you open your heart and you say, Lord, I want you, I want you to be my Savior. I, I need you to be my friend. You may have done church before. You may have been in church many times, and you understand something of this moment, but there's something about this moment right now that's, for whatever reason, it's a little bit different. God is speaking to you and the Holy Spirit is moving on your heart to do something you've never done, to take the first few steps of your new life in Christ, to take the first few steps of a new destiny without old bad habits hanging on you, wherever you are, whoever you are, this is your moment, your day of invitation where you get closer in your walk with God through Jesus Christ. And where you once and for all say, Lord, I'm giving myself to you fully and completely. Because I want to get rid of these bad habits. Now, if you're here, if, if any of what I just said resonated with you, if any of if any of that fits your situation and your condition, while heads are still bowed, while eyes are still closed. If you sense the spirit of God speaking to you right now, why don't you just lift your hand?
0: Just lift your hand.
7: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Bless his name. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I saw your hands, and the good news is that God saw them too. God saw them too. And so I want to do something. I want to do something. That went up, but there are more hands. I believe. Some of these hands may have been about salvation. Some of these hands that went up may have been about surrendering your life to Christ. If that's the case, if you if you're ready to give your life to Christ, if you've not done that that very first step, that very first step. I want to invite you to come right now i want to invite you to jesus christ and i want to lead you to relationship with god through jesus christ if you're here if you're here those hands that went up if if those hands that went up were about personal salvation that first step of faith that first step of god i just need to know who you are if that's where you are i invite you to come now wherever you are Let us pray for you. Let us pray with you. Let us pray for you. Let us pray with you. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. All right. God bless you. something else and this is an open invitation for any and everybody for any and everybody who recognizes that you know what all of this sermon all of this stuff about Brad habits and and where I am yeah there's some stuff there's some sins and there's some weights that, that I need to get up off of me If you're here this morning, listen, I want you all to meet us down here, wherever you are, whoever you are. Listen, let's just flood the aisles if we need to. We got all this space and we're just going to pray that strongholds would be broken. We're going to pray that weights would be lifted. We're going to pray that the tricks of the enemy would not uh, be something that. keep you from living your best life if you have habits or addictions or problems or sins or or just things that need to be tweaked in your life just just it's my tongue reverend it's 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 my eyes my eyes wonder it's 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 my flesh it's it's a it's my it's my tongue it's my pride problem I I think too highly of myself it's whatever your thing is whatever it is Why don't you meet us down here and let's pray together? Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Hallelujah. Yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. I need to stop procrastinating so much. I I could be so much more productive if I just if I just did what I needed to do when I needed to do it. That's a bad habit that I picked up. I don't know why I do it. I just I just do it. I I just do it. I could I could be so much better. I could live so much more productively. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I give, I give, I give, I give, I give myself, I give myself. Hallelujah. Ministers, ministers, won't you lay hands on somebody? Ministers, deacons, why don't you lay hands on somebody? Hallelujah. Let's pray together. Father God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God, we're here right now. We're here right now acknowledging and admitting some things that perhaps we've kept personal for a long time. God, perhaps we've not told anybody about it. And, and this, this, this step right here is, is not real comfortable for us. But God, I believe you will meet me here. I'm here because I believe that you still have all power. I'm here because I believe that there's nothing too hard for you. God, I've read in the Bible, we've seen in the Bible where you've touched and, and people have been healed. You've, you've touched and demons were, were cast out. You've, you've spoken the word and sickness had to leave. And so God, by your spirit now, bless these, your people. Oh God. There are sins and there are weights in this place. But Lord, I know we know that you have come to make us victorious. You said that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. God, you said that you can do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. And so God, we're praying right now. We're praying right now, God, that strongholds would be broken. We're praying right now that bad patterns that have been established in our lives would be broken. We're praying that negative thinking and negative self-images that have been set up in our minds and lies that we've believed about ourselves, oh God, that they would be broken now in Jesus' name and that they would be... replaced with the truth of who we are through jesus christ we are victors we are conquerors we we are your children we are the righteousness of god in jesus name lord i pray right now for freedom for some man. I pray for victory for some woman. I pray, oh God, that some husband would be released from sins of fornication, sins of pornography, sins of addiction, whatever they are in Jesus' name. I pray for some wife that she would be released from negative self-images. Uh, I pray, oh God, that she would be released from everything, every lie, every that has worked against her in her marriage and as a wife and as a mother in Jesus' name that bad habits would be broken right now in the name of Jesus right now break it once and for all right now crush the enemy's head right now replace the bad with good right now fill me with more of your spirit right now give us more of your power right now Let us live life in authority right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, we know you can. We ask that you will in Jesus' name. Lift the burden in Jesus' name. Destroy the yoke in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Let us go from this place changed and walking in the newness of life. Give us new thoughts. Give us new languages. Give us a new mouth to speak blessings and not cursings. Give us a new tongue to declare your righteousness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We break addictions. Drinking is broken. In Jesus' name. Drugs are broken in Jesus' name. What we came here with, we leave with it now broken in Jesus' name. For his sake we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, walk in victory, walk in victory, walk in victory, walk in your new life, walk in your new life. Hold your head up. Think new thoughts. Think high thoughts about yourself, who you are. Don't talk about who you're trying to be. Talk about who you're becoming. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Oh, yeah. So you
8: can you give myself
0: Oh, Lord, I give myself away so it's, it's all you and you.
7: God, at this table of communion, we come. We pray, O oh God, that as we take of this bread and drink of this cup, symbolizing your body and your blood, Lord, that as we become more of one with you, that we would also become more of one with each other, granted in Jesus' name we pray, Amen.
0: Together.
7: If there's anyone present with a gluten sensitivity, if you have gluten sensitivity issues, we do have gluten free wafers available. If you will identify yourself, Deacon Gentry here will serve you. If you would just raise your hand, we have gluten free wafers for those of you who have those dietary restrictions. We want everyone to participate in communion with us. God bless you.
0: With my face to the rising
1: sun, let us drink wine together.
0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
7: took bread, break it, and blessed it, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, in the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. When they had sung the hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives.